Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. It's a Thursday morning, and everybody, I don't know how this is going to go. I really don't. I got some of my favorites. They go by the HHC or the Houston Hat Crew. I've got, what, seven of them on here with me tonight, or today, I should say. And again, I don't know. We've been joking around about crayons and things being read to other people. It's just been a good time. And they're going to stay on afterwards so we can have a good time. But we're going to get started. I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. Uh, first, we'll go with Brandon. Brandon, tell me why, who you are and why you are an Astros fan. My name is Brandon Bartholomew. I've probably been in HSU for probably about <clears throat> almost Houston, born and raised, grew up going to the Dome. And my the funny story is my dad actually uh, worked for the Houston Astros in 1994. And then, you know, the unfortunate uh, player strike happened and he uh, lost the job. But that's how I became a fan, really, from 94 on. Okay. All right. I love it. Uh, Junior, who are you and why are you an Astro fan? I am Junior Cantu. I've been HAC probably about two years now. Orlando brought me in um, to the family. Uh, Astros fan, grew up playing the game. My dad played the game growing up. He taught me the game. And then every summer, my mom would make it a point to us, for us to go to games, you know, as many as we could throughout the summer when school was out. And then, obviously, watching Craig Biggio and Jeff Bagwell, yeah, they kind of made me love the game and made me love the team. So that was the Astros for me. There you go. There you go. I've heard of those two guys. They're, they they were okay. They were decent. They were decent. They're all right. Yeah. They. I think some of them have statues at Minute Maid. I don't remember. Um, A couple but, numbers know, up in the rafters, you know. Cooperstown. Yeah. Cooperstown, something like that. All right, Jose, who are you and how are you an Astro <laughs> fan, Jose? All right, Jose Ortiz, born and raised on the southeast side of Houston. Uh, when I was a kid, my mom used to take us to the Astros game at the Astrodome, and we were broke, so we got the cheapest seats, ate the cheapest food there, and we just enjoyed it. <laughs> hey, eating the cheapest food is the best way to do it at a baseball game, right? Oh, yeah. Although I hear uh, rumblings. I'm supposed to be in Kansas City this weekend when you guys are playing the Royals, and I hear something about a rumbling of a lobster corn dog. I have no idea what that means. It doesn't sound like ballpark food, but it's going to happen. So um, it, it should be exciting. But all, all right, Josh, uh, who are you and why are you an Astro fan? I'm Josh. I was born southeast side of Houston as well. Um, I'm lifelong lifelong Astros fan. Uh, I was born in 95, so I grew up uh, – I didn't, you know – Grow up. I don't have much memory of the '90s Astros, uh, but I, I grew up the minimum Astros, the BGOs, Bagwells, Berkmans. You know, every kid my age mimicking the baggy the batting stance with the spread out <laughs> legs. You know, uh, during recess, exactly. So uh, I I grew up watching that, obsessed and getting my heart broken year after year by those. Uh, Astros um, and you know just kind of went from there uh, used to go to Minute Maid Park buying the cheap seats and because they were so empty because we were so bad you get to just walk down behind uh, the dugout no, no problem yeah yeah you uh, you survived being a Dodger fan I remember some slim teams in the 90s and 2000s so 
I get it. I understand. All right, Brian, you are on mute, but who are you and why are you an Astro fan? Yo, yeah, uh, Brian Parker. And um, all these guys have all this street cred, you know, coming in here, being raised lifelong Astros <laughs> fans. So um, I, I'm a bit of an anomaly here. I was born in Northeast Texas, and, you know, the first stadium I ever went to was um, <laughs> the Rangers uh, Stadium. Oof. So, um, you know, yeah. everybody's there as fast as I could or whatever. I, I guess I'm a little bit like that. You know, I, I was never really a fan of one particular club. I was kind of a music kid and uh, in college and went to a lot of, you know, punk rock shows and rock and roll music, stuff like that. So it wasn't until uh, I, I started teaching, actually, I was a high school teacher and all my students were athletes that I really started getting more into, into sports. And so um, at the time, you know, I didn't really have allegiances, but I just started dating who would become my wife and, She's from Humble, which is just outside of Houston. So we started going to games around 2011, 2012. Um, I do have some some old school cred in that I've been to the Astrodome and I have I did have some some times around that team in in the heyday of, of that club in the 90s and, and early 2000s um, because my mom's brother was from Conroe. And so, you know, I've been been to the Dome and, and been to Houston plenty of times in my life. But um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the newbie, I guess. There you go. There you go. I like it. I like it. Okay, Icons, who are you and how did you become an Astro fan? I started watching in 2017. Okay. Uh, I was born into this. I woke up, first words out of my mouth was, go Astros. <laughs> um, proud Orlando. member of uh, ATC, a quarter of the Astro 4, the top fan podcast group. Um, just long-time Astro fan, you know, um, Avid collector, big fan, try to go as many days as I can. So it's pretty much my second home and go Astros. You know, I'm die hard to the day I die. But by, by the way, if you've ever gone to a game with Orlando, which I'm sure some of you have, <laughs> I saw a different side of Orlando when I was at the game with him. He walks into that, that Minimane ballpark. He walks into that ballpark and he just smells the surroundings and instantly like he's ready to tell you why the other team is not awesome. And so, I mean, he was letting the Yankees have it. And I'm like, all right, good for you. Now, of course, he's sitting around the Astro fans. I want to see him do that in New York City. But, you know, hey, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. And he I, did. I will, I, I've been, What's that? I've been to visiting teams and, and rooted loud. So I'm not too scared. Never he's not too scared. My no, the new, biggest, my, the biggest thing. The biggest thing, the reason why we lost is because when me and Josh sit in that same general area, we lose. It's, it's, it's <laughs> so, so, so Josh, he pointed you out when we were there, and no sooner did he start chanting overrated when Aaron Judge comes up. Oh Aaron Judge gosh. takes the first pitch out of the yard. I'm like, drop the mic, Orlando. Good job. Are you going to chant overrated <laughs> again? <laughs> I, 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 I also gave uh, predictions to Michael Brantley's game tying home run, so... You got to give me credit on that, too. That's true. That is true. Yeah. He did do that. He did do that. All right, Big D, wrap it up. Tell me who you are and why are you an Astro fan? Big Dave, first base, and I hit dingers. Um, <laughs> I'm 1976, baby. So, you know, there's a lot. I did let me get my first sip of the foam in the dome. You know what I mean? Um, tickets were cheap. We went a lot. And a little piece of trivia, 
my last game in the Astrodome was my daughter's first game in the Astrodome. And do you know who we beat in the last game of the regular season in 99? The beloved L.A. Dodgers. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. But, yeah, um, you know how it is, man. We, we Astros around here all day, every day. Has there to be Houston. There you go, Dick. I was just waiting for Dave to say something like, you know, on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, I'm Big Dave. I play first base, the Ohio State University, or something like that, right? All he missed was which college he said. That's awesome. That's because I went to the university. What's that? Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. Junior, we're going to start with you on this round. Favorite player. Who is your favorite player uh, currently um, on the Astros? And then who is your all-time favorite player? Now, your all-time favorite player doesn't have to be an Astro, but I'm there's plenty to choose from. So, yeah, Junior, you start there. Well, uh, I mean, I would say all-time favorite player. I got to go Craig Biggio. Like I said, um, as a kid growing up watching him play the game, that's what helped me love the team and love the love the game of baseball. I mean, I was there for his three thousandth hit. I was there. He was, you know, it was him all the way growing up. Obviously, I love Jeff Bagwell. Like Josh said, we were always imitating that batting stance. But Craig Vigio was the one um, all time favorite player right now. Um, I'm torn. I'm torn. It's easy to say Altuve because he's probably the greatest player to ever wear this uniform and wear Astros on his chest. But uh, Jordan is just so fun to watch. I mean, I've always been a fan of the power hitters. You know, growing up watching Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire was a big one. To see somebody like that, uh, it's it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Minus the juice. Let, let's add that. Minus yeah, the juice. Minus... Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Now, um, your favorite players all – there is no height requirement, so you can say four foot eleven, Jose Altuve. It's okay on this podcast. It's okay. It's cool. He's so, uh he, he's five seven when he's standing on both championships. Okay. Yeah, or when he's standing on the new bases, right? Yeah. I don't know if you guys have all heard, but you guys have to listen to the rivalry talk sometime. Where actually we posted a clip on YouTube with uh, Juicebox Jackie talking about when she met Jose Altuve one time. And wanting to run after him, it was it was pretty Fox powerful. Jeff. All right, Brian. Same question. Favorite player, current favorite player, all time. Well, I'm glad you came to me second, so I don't have to say what everybody else is going to say. Maybe here, but you know, because because Junior just said it. But I mean, it is Altuve for me. And you joked about the height, but that that's actually where it's at for a guy. And just seeing Altuve get out there and ball out and and be the kind of player he he is and and be a Hall of Fame caliber player that the zero quit from the very beginning, going all the way back to his story about tryouts. You know, I mean, it's just uh, it's just inspiring to see. So honestly, like him, him being, you know, everybody likes to rag on him for being short. But I mean, to me, when somebody can go out and play like he can and be that stature, that's just uh, all the more impressive than even a big man to me. You know, that's how I feel about it, you know, being a short guy. But and uh, I've had a couple of cool Altuve moments as well. I mean, uh, I'm a, a writer and photographer. And so he did a rehab stint in uh, actually in Round Rock when the team, the, the AAA affiliate was up here in Round Rock. And um, I got to go out to that game and shoot photos. And I ended up standing at the in the camera well 
basically at field level and he was standing on the top step of the dugout and I'm five, six. And I can tell you that he's probably not quite five, six, even though I think that's what it says. But um, yeah, I mean, favorite player all time is Altuve. And my favorite player right now is Altuve. He's just uh, incredible fun to watch always. I will say something about Jose Altuve and thank you, Brian. I will say this. Uh, I want to say 2018, 2019, they did the MLB network did a special one of those MLB network special things that they do their half hour shows typically and they did it about Jose Altuve and how he works out in the offseason when he goes home and that little guy works out hard and you know I was watching him flip over tires those big truck tires I'm thinking all right you have my respect I mean that was before all the other stuff had come out and before COVID and everything like that but he works out hard, so he's there to he's there to win. I I have said this a number of times. I hate beating teams when they're down. So when you guys lost Altuve, that I hated that because if I play your team, I want to play your best guys. I don't want to sit there and say, okay, these four guys are out of the lineup. Angels, oh Trout and Otani are out of the lineup. Rendon's out of the lineup, but yeah, we beat them. That's a bunch of hogwash, right? You want to beat their best. Yeah. Right? I'm with you yeah. there, man. Absolutely. Same thing with us earlier this season. We had that, you know, series where we were playing a an Angels team that just wasn't at full strength. And you want to get the wins, but at the same time, at the end of the day, it just doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. When you're playing somebody's JV team. Yeah. Yeah. It's not awesome. It's not awesome. All right. Jose, what you got for me? Favorite player, current favorite player of all time. Altuve is my favorite player currently. Okay. I just love the way his story was. The Astros didn't pick him too short, came back, made the team. Um, actually, that was my son's first autograph that he ever got was Altuve's autograph. So that really ties it in for us. Um, and I want to say Kyle Tucker, he's probably my – he's my current Altuve is my all-time. Kyle Tucker, man, he just comes through every time we need him. He's always there. He's getting all these new records. He's about to get paid. Yeah. Yeah, he is. That's If you ask me who my favorite player was as an Astro right now, I would have to say King Tuck. That guy just laces him up and he has a good time. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Altuve, but he just laces him up and he has a good time. He just goes out there. He just gets dirty every night. He sure. plays it well. So it's good stuff. Josh, uh, what do you got for me? Favorite player, current favorite player of all time? Man, all time was was a little tricky for me because, you know, like I said, I, I grew up on ba on uh, Baggy and Biggio. Um, Baggy gets a little bit of a you know a little bit of a head or a higher ranking for me of the two, just because he hit the home runs. I mean, that's that's what every kid wants to see. Um, but I also love Roger Clemens as a kid. Uh, he's on the mound. I had to watch. Like I, I you know, it, 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 especially when he was in Astros uniform. Um, but I mean, all time, it's got to be Jose Altuve. There's, there's no like, I am. We were having this conversation the other day. I see it pop up on Astros Twitter all the time. Of, yep. Oh, bad, big, uh, bad. Bagwell be, or Biggio being the be, the best Astro of all time, but it's not even close. I mean, no. I, I, in at, in 2017 there was a con 
conversation ahead of everybody else, in my opinion. It, it's not even close, in my opinion. It's, you know, Altuve, first, foremost, by himself, um, you know. And then after that, again, then we can start the conversation on who's second. But it's, if Altuve is not on your number one all-time Astro, then you're just – you're just a, an old baseball head that, that doesn't that doesn't like to change. Um, but yeah, he's my all time favorite. I think I would say he I would cheat and say he's he's my favorite now. Um, but if I had to pick a different player, oh man, it's it's tricky, you know. Shohei's easy choice. Um, but honestly, I love Jordan. I think he's he's what he does when he's on the when when he's on. You know, you know every time he comes up to the to bat. There's going to be something he's going to do that you have to put your phone down. You got to watch each at bat because, you know, it could be. And I feel like just talking about 2022 20, last year when he hit that, that home Astros fan said the exact same thing to the person sitting next to him, to them they're, they're, that they're watching the game with. Oh, he's about to hit this one out of the park for sure. Like, that's just that you you can just call it with, with Jordan. So I think he's, he's probably yeah. my – current favorite of all the players in the league right now um but you know it's 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 a tough one because there's a lot of good guys like i said you got shohei who's up there as well um i also love korea because of his time with the astros but you know i just love his that 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 leadership and that that hustle mentality that he has that he brings every night too but yeah jordan's gonna win it for me for current i'll for all time Okay, I like that. I like that. Brandon, what about you? Well, I think currently my uh, my favorite player right now was Alvin, and so did Alex Bregman. And I think Alex Bregman is a kind of a funny story. Alex Bregman is when he was on the LT baseball team, he used to you know want to practice all the time and you know get better. So he would call, go to the batting cages at midnight, and stay every day. So what they decided to do just because Alex Bregman, they installed key cards at the uh, in Alex box at the baseball stadium. So he could go uh, have batting practice at midnight because he didn't want to have to get the trainers to come in and open the gate for him and open the door. So they had that. So he has a good big work ethic. And I think Alex Bregman, he is, it, he's my guy. He's from LSU. And I think, you know, he's a, he's a great third baseman. And, and the funny thing was is he could have come to the Astros and been an all-star shortstop. But we had Correa. So he decided, oh, I'm going to go to third base. And now he's an all-star at third base. So he's a multifaceted oh, player. Wow. So that's yep. the thing about, yeah, gold gloves. So he's, you know. He's doing really good. I think overall, my all-time favorite Astro or the player in general is uh, going to be Jeff Bagwell because it was funny. In 1994, that was the, my first autograph I had. I got an autograph, Jeff Bagwell, uh, a game, uh, not a game, a game issue bet. So I have that. It's still in my room today. Was, you know, became my favorite player. So I think yes. that, and I think Bagwell, you know, and then Bagwell was the type of guy, he had, he had the power. And then the funny thing now about Bagwell, like him now, is he's a homer. He's an Astros homer. So if you ever watch the Astro podcast, he doesn't care what you think. He's going to tell you the Astros are going to win and the other team sucks. So it's kind of funny like that. So if you ever hear him on TV or the radio, he's the, mm-hmm. he's the Astros home now. So he, he's indoctrinated himself to the to the team and then the, in, the, in the city. I like it. I, I like it. I uh, Yeah, you guys have such a, a, a wide range of, of players. Somebody mentioned Lance Berkman. Um, recently, and it made me think of when he ran up the hill back when you guys still had the hill in center field. That was too. Caught the ball. RIP fell over. Or, yeah. I mean, yep. I so many that. fun things. So many fun things. Orlando, uh, favorite uh, player currently, favorite player of all time? Uh, well, I mean, 
I'll give you two. Uh, currently, in all time, is the same. I'll two rate. I mean, the 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 obstacles he overcame. You know, the scandal. You know, getting booed at. The the louder you boo, the better he plays. So our two rate will be. Let's let's make him my current favorite Astro. Um, my since we'll go at all time. We'll, we'll give a throwback. A really name that's not mentioned much in Astro history. Um, and the reason why this this particular guy is one of my favorite players is because he looked like back in the day. He looked like me. He, he and that would be Tony Eusebio. He was a big catcher. He was he was Hispanic. Uh, you know, he had the same skin color as me, and that right there made me feel like, man, one day I could be in the major league. So I've always give that to Tony. I always try to find his 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 jerseys or whatever I can of his. I'm a big fan of him, but. All time, I, I I give a lot of respect to, and that's and that's Tony Eusebio with Biggio Bagwell, you know Derek Bell, Mouton, all them all them players, you know, and uh, that was my guy. Scott Service was on that team. Bill Spires, Shane Reynolds, Lima. I could pick any of those, but I always connected with with Tony Eusebio. So Tony Eusebio, my all time, and then let's say Altuve is my current because he's gonna bring that title back home this year. Oh yeah. Maybe not, but nice. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave, wrap us up on this question. All right. So to in the effort of, of just not saying the same names over again, I was thinking as I was listening to the fellas here. Big Dave, right? And I always like the 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 more chubby guys, Tony Eusebio, you know what I'm saying? Um, of the world. So my current favorite player is our own fat bottom, Chaz Chomp McCormick right now. Um, <laughs> Dusty's got a little problem with but his weight. Bandit. I don't and think he's boy, got enough weight. He could be a starting center fielder for 31 other teams right now. So I'm going with the Chomp as my favorite current player. It seems like every time he's up at bat, it's that Yordan effect. Like you never know what you could get. There's enough stick there to park one, um, base hit. You know what I'm saying? Just and just to watch Dusty cringe over there every time he gets another hit. So. Um, <laughs> Favorite all time. Now this is a toughie. I mean, I, I've been a fan for a long time, um, and and all of the good Astros have been called. Uh, I'll give a nod to Jose Cruz. That was the first Astro superstar that I, I ever. Back when the All Star Game only had one, if anything, they had one of your players there. It was always Jose Cruz. Um, but you guys, you younger guys, y'all understand the wonderfulness that was 80s baseball. There were so many iconic players. Ozzie Smith with the backflip. Um, Kirby Puckett, another chunky guy. Lenny Dykstra with the chew and just raw, you know, madman, you know. Um, but, but I, again, let me go with the bigger players. You had So we got Big Cecil, Big, bo big Bone, Big Body, CC Sabathia. That's that guy. You talk about somebody look like you. That boy was built like me. Um, Carlos Sandoval. How do you not love Panda, the Kung Fu Panda? You yeah. know what I mean? But if I'm going to go favorite all-time big guy baseball player, there's only one name, and he's a pitcher, and he's got a homer, and that's Bartolo Colon. Oh, that's my dog. God, you're going there. <laughs> that, that goes in the big boy and Hall of Fame. Bombs. So. And he hits bombs. Yes, oh, and he bro. hits Maybe. dingers like big Maybe. You scared me. I thought you were going to leave this up to Carlos Lee. 
Caballo. I was like, please don't. I went on the Caballo train. That's the one big guy I didn't like here. Um, but That's yeah, awesome. you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Big Poppy, of course, but he was a Red Sox. So, you know, but yeah, Bartolo Colon, my favorite big guy baseball player of all time. There you go. And I, I love all those fellas. And and Dave's right. When you go back and you watch 70s and 80s baseball, um, there's a lot of good guys. Mike Scott, Nolan Ryan, guys that played for you guys. Mike Scott, Nolan yep. Ryan, Jose Cruz. Dave, uh, you guys will all know these two names, but Bob Watson and Cesar Cedeno. You remember those names because of Bad News Bears breaking training, right? Let they them play. And- Let them play. Exactly. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good guys. All right. So now here's going to be the tough question. Um, and I'll start, Brian, let's start with you. Actually, you know what, Dave, you've, you've been the, the cleanup hitter for this whole thing. So we'll let you start with this question right. first, then we'll go to you, Brian. Um, all right, here we go. Outside of Minute Maid Ballpark, what is your favorite ballpark that you've been to? MLB ballpark that you've been to outside of Minute Maid Park. Ready, go, Dave. Um, you know, it's a classic, and although I'm, that's not one of my favorite teams, I went and took a tour, and if you take a tour, you, you can really enjoy the history and the aesthetic that is Fenway Park. Fenway is absolutely phenomenal. Watching a baseball game on the Green Monster, I mean, that was a bucket list item for me. So I, when I took the, the, uh, the tour, I went behind the scoreboard and the monster there, signed my name in the rafter, so it's kind of – Yep. Um, it's just a memory I'll always have. Nice. Brian, what do you say? Good call. Brian, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, man, I wish that I had visited some of these uh, historic parks, you know, like pretty much any of the classic ballparks that you think of. I just haven't been able to make those trips. So uh, the one that popped into my mind on this question is at the time that I visited, it was AT&T Park, but now it's it's Oracle Park in San Francisco. And, you know, it's just so iconic being on the water there and, you know, balls sail out of the park and they're landing in the harbor. And it's just uh, it's just kind of got, a, you know, a very specific feel, um, you know, when you're on the bay there. It's just uh, it, it just there's kind of nothing like it. Um, I will say honorable mention just the summer and you're headed soon. And uh, that's that's a classic park. You know, that park has a it's just got a, a feel that feels like the old school baseball, you know, it's Midwestern. It's kind of like pastoral. It just feels like the kind of thing where the community all comes together to watch baseball. And as much as I give other teams, uh, you know, <laughs> some flack about not having a, a, a roof and being a poverty franchise um, and needing to get a roof so we can play ball and not get rained out. Um, you know, I feel like it's always raining in New York, uh, which is pretty annoying. But uh, that said, I mean, you know, there is something to be said about the open air was just up there a few weeks ago and uh Kaufman was uh, a standout park for sure nice nice i look forward to seeing it this saturday um okay uh just so that you know for those of you none of you are going to see this video probably it's just going to be the audio but just so that you know orlando has about 600 hats in his room and he's on like 597 of hat changes so far and we've only <laughs> been on for about 12 minutes orlando can't decide which hat he wants to wear so it's just awesome. It's so much fun watching him turn around and, and get a new hat. So no, that he's being teasing said, Orlando, me with that. 
I'm teasing you with, with that, that Eagles hat on. Oh my gosh, that's the one we all want I right there. That that's, the one. that's the one we need right there. This, this, this is the one that we're gonna, have, we're gonna have the privilege to see on Saturday. They, they yeah, they're wearing a Saturday without the patch. Yeah, yep. without the patch though, but there's a patch. Orlando, Orlando, favorite Orlando that one looks a little here. too big for you, man. Okay, favorite favorite ballpark, and I've been to are numbered at this park. And because it gives me a lot of nostalgia, it feels it feels like Astrodome without a roof. And it's the uh, what do they call it now? The Oakland Coliseum, the old Co, the Ricky Henderson Field. It it's so old, like it was falling apart. It just felt like a time machine going in there. I'm gonna go ahead and call that one my because it's gone next year. In a couple of years, everybody's gonna be like, man, I wish I could have went to that stadium. It's gonna be one of those. Go- it, it is, it is horrible. Yeah. It's gonna That's be it's horrible, but it's gonna be my favorite just because the, you go the in there. The only people that, that aren't gonna say that are people that have actually been to that stadium. Yeah. But I feel where you're going on. So you go in there, they still have urinal troughs. When you went to the Astrodome, they had urinal troughs. It's just that nostalgia. It just feels old. It just feels like like I said, a time machine. You go in there and, and you're and you're back in nineteen eighty. You know, you remember the eighties, particularly eighty nine. Little Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. Didn't y'all win something in the eighties? Well, I liked eighty eight better. <laughs> I liked eighty eight better, but eighty nine the uh the A's won against uh the the Giants. So I mean, oh that's their last, yeah. So close to it. but yeah. So but I'm I'm gonna go with the controversial take on that or the controversial pick. It's gonna be Oakland for me just because it's it's farewell tour. It's it's not gonna be a stadium soon. They're gonna relocate so. You gotta, you gotta enjoy it once before it's gone. Just like I wish everybody had a chance to go in Astrodome. There you go, Brandon. Uh, what do you say? Well, I'm gonna piggyback off what Orlando said. I actually went to the Oakland Coliseum just like three, four weeks ago, and it is a throwback to the to the '80s, really. Like you said, the the trough restrooms, you know, the the seating. I think I went there probably like, like four thousand fans at the time, so. That was kind of different and you know the, the throwback walking up the ramps and it just it has that for lack of a better term dumpy feel but that's what, what you like about a baseball stadium like when we went to the astronome it felt like a, a stadium it didn't feel like a you know a, a luxury hotel with you know fancy restrooms and nice food stand you get a hot dog you get some nachos and a beer and watch a game and every seat in the stadium is a good seat there's no bad seat so that was that's one something i'm gonna about him but i think my my favorite stadium of all time that's uh now that uh, uh, Minute Maid is going to be uh, across the bay in uh, Pac Bell or Oracle, whatever they call it now. And I think the thing about that stadium that, you know, stands out to me is uh, you get the view. You know, you have the nice view of the water. You get the Bay Bridge in the background. When you get a nice breeze on a, you know, on a July afternoon and it's, you know, it's 70 degrees. And also a funny story because my, my family family lives in the, in the Bay Area and they live in the, the North Bay. So what we did, we took a... a a taxi, a, like a, a water taxi from where they live over to the stadium and it drops you off right in front of the stadium at the, at the water. So you get off there and you go into the stadium. So I think that's my going to be my favorite stadium of all time. But like I said, going up Orlando, Oakland is a, it's a close second. Even though it's a, you know, like I said, a dump, it's it's a place you need you need to experience at least once. Sorry, A's fans, if you're listening to this. Um, it, Brandon, you may have thought that was Brandon's voice that just said it's a dump, but that was actually Orlando's voice. I'll give you Orlando's address later. No, I'm teasing. All right. Um, Junior, 
<laughs> I got one of those two, my friend. I got one of those two. I like that. Um, all right, Junior, tomorrow, uh, favorite uh, ballpark outside of uh, oh, for me, it's an it's I say it's an easy pick. I've been able to visit uh, I think 13 or 14 stadiums. I've watched baseball at seven of them. Um, for me, it's it's Petco Park. I was a when I was a, a Marine, active duty Marine station in San Diego. Uh, it was the years where they were really, really bad. I mean, they're still not the best, but they were really, really bad. And they used to just give us tickets by the handful. They're like, hey, who wants tickets? You know, come get them from the family readiness officer and go enjoy a game, you know, whatever days they had. So we would get free tickets all the time and just be able to stroll in and watch baseball. Um, I actually got to visit it again this past summer. We went up to watch the, the Astros play the Dodgers in Dodger Stadium. And we drove down for a day to watch uh, some baseball down in Petco. And just to revisit it, you know, I sat up in the top deck. Just the view is amazing. Um, you get the city, the water, you can see it all. And then the weather, obviously, Southern California. Um, you don't need a roof out there. <laughs> uh, it, it's just beautiful. I love that. I think that stadium was probably my top, at the top of my list. Obviously, Minute Maid has a, a home feel to me, but Petco Park is is easy, easy uh, favorite for me. So I, I have to say that sometimes in L.A. it can get hot, but I'm talking to Astro people. Hot is relative for L.A. I'm like, I got to know my audience here. I can't can't say that L.A. gets hot because there have been times where I've been in Houston. Oops, did we just uh, – there have been times that I've been in Houston where literally I thought I saw the devil walking by looking for air conditioning. It was so hot. Like, it was – hot and <laughs> i'm like this is just this doesn't i mean but you guys are used to it so it's okay it works for you yep. guys but and there are times i can when, say i've been through those california heat waves when you're used to the good weather it is hot out there but yeah, houston yeah. heat is a little bit different <laughs> yeah houston heat is is yes yeah, it's, it's pretty brutal all right uh josh and then jose man mine is going to be really disappointing because i've only been to one stadium outside of uh, houston uh, it's a uh, globe life field, not globe life. Uh, what is it? The, the shed haven't been to the shed, but I went to globe life field. Uh, I had the misfortune of going in the middle of the summer for their last game against the Astros. Uh, there, they're, they're at the Astros last game there. And golly, when, when I tell you there is no heat like that, like you can't get shade that anywhere. Even if you get in the shade, heat coming in, like it that is ridiculous is how hot that stadium is. Exactly, like I feel like it would have been. An, it, it was. It was, and don't get me wrong, it was a nice stadium. I, I liked it. It was pretty cool. I feel like it would have been. It, it's. I feel like still now it's better than some of the bottom level uh, stadiums in the league. Um, but it's just man, it is a horrible place to have that stadium. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. Astros have gotten a lot of wins there. So why, why, why would I not love it? But, uh, that's, that's my disappointment of the, an, of an answer. There you go. There you go. Jose. <laughs> so me and my son, we try to go to two stadiums per year, but we only go to watch the Astros play. We don't go see any other teams. It's only the Astros against whatever team we're going to see. Um, so we just recently came from Toronto. So I'm going to go with Roger Center. Um, newly renovated, so the outfield bullpen section it's is very nice. There's bleachers behind, right behind. 
and then you could just you're interacting right there with the players and it's nice man and the food is fantabulous too like the poutine is so good i had never tried it that was my first time trying it and it was excellent there you go there you yeah, go that that trip was also good for us hat heads too because on the way is the new era flagship store up there and uh our man jose was good enough to stop by and help us out and bring back some very rare hats that are only available at the flagship Buffalo store. So, uh, so we thank him for his road trip service <laughs> and we're glad that he likes to take those trips to see yeah, any, those other stadiums. Anytime. Oh, one more thing too. So when we went, we were not able to smoke from the wildfires. So we didn't get to see the roof open with the CN Tower and all that stuff there. So that was a disappointment, but the stadium was awesome. All right, boys, final question. And so I'm going to go in just a random order. Um, and Dave, you're going to go second to last. Orlando, you're going to clean up this at the end. But now here's what I want on this question because we're running, we're running out of time. So Yes on yes or no on the first part of the question. Second question, just tell me how far. Here's the question. We're going to start with uh, Josh. We'll start with Josh's go-round. Josh, are the Astros going to win the West, and how far are they going to go in October? Absolutely. The Astros are keeping a lock on that first-place spot. Uh, and, I mean, we're winning it all. There's no doubt in my mind. Astros getting hot at the right time. They're running to get their stuff together, specifically guys like Christian Javier. Uh, so we just need to find out that fourth and fifth arm. But once playoff time comes, there's there's no stopping that train. Okay, I like it. Jose, what do you think? Yeah, we're going to take it, and we're going to go all the way. You can never count us out. Everybody counters us out now because, you know, we're second place, third place, whatever, and now we're first place, and we're just going to keep it rolling. Yeah, it's this whole Wild Wild West thing. I'm glad that <laughs> we don't have to deal with it. <laughs> That's Dr. Fit because you guys, are, you guys are, are having a good time with that. But, uh, Brian, uh, you win the West. How far do you go? Yeah, I mean, we definitely the Astros are hanging on the West time. I mean, Altuve is just locked in. I mean, everybody watched those games where he had, what was it? Five home runs and six at bats or whatever, you know, two in one game and then three in another. I mean, dude is locked in, had another one last night, I believe. Um, Alvarez, you know, he's still even not at his full strength. Brantley's looking solid. I was worried about Brantley coming back to be honest, because you don't, you know, he's been out so long and Man, he just stepped right back in. Professional hitter. He's getting exactly what they need out of like a two-hole hitter, which is base hits. So Brantley looks good. It's just, it's hard to bet against them. You know, I mean, it's hard to see them losing that. I looked back at the last couple of years, um, you know, about the last five years and left out the, the 2020 short season. And every single season, they're going about 70% of their games down the stretch, you know, in those last like September games. Um, so I just, they, they are really built for the playoffs. The players... You know, you'll hear them say that they said that all season long. And and in the past seasons, we've had the luxury of arresting some players building up to the playoffs. This year, we haven't because we've had injuries. But, you know, 
it, I think everybody's looking good and clicking. Everybody's kind of firing on all cylinders right now. So, it, you know, I definitely think they're going to hang on to that that top spot in the West. Um, and then, yeah, it's hard to bet against them to stay. They're, they're not going to go all the way. I mean, you can't ask a homer. It'd be one thing if there was any reason to bet against them. But, you know, baseball is baseball. At the end of the day, you know, it's, it's anything can happen in, in a short series. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I look for the Astros to repeat. Anything less than that is, is going to be a disappointment. That's what we all want to see again. Um, if you want me to be hundred percent honest, there'd be three things I'm worried about. Number one is the trop, man, the Astros cannot play in a trop. I don't want to play bases in the trop in the playoffs. And then Orioles, you know, they just have that young, fun energy. Um, like that, that's always kind of something that can sneak up on you as a team that just is, is feeling it. Like all the vibes are right. And then, you know, the last thing is I think if there's anybody else that's actually a contender, that's not just going to surprise the Astros the Braves just look so good. You know, they've, they've got the pitching, they've got the hitting and I mean, they've had a monster season. So, but that said, if I have to put my money somewhere, it's on the Astros. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Junior. Uh, yeah. I mean, like you said, it's hard to ask a homer this and not get the same answer, but Astros, uh, it took them a little bit longer to get in the first at the West, but I think they're going to hold on to it. Um, it's been, like you said, it's been a fun wild, wild West, but they're where they belong now and they're going to hold on to it through the end of the season. Um, hopefully the league gets a little bit bigger by the time postseason comes out and we don't have to be as stressed each and every game, but you know, they're where they've been. And then they go all the way. You, you can't, I mean, the American league runs through Houston where we got six series. We're looking at possibly a 2017 or a 2021, re, you know, rematch in the world series. And like Brian said, I mean, the Braves have been firing on all cylinders all season. They've been having that monster year. Acuna has been doing crazy things. But at the end of the day, I mean, Astros are, are the Astros. They got the experience. They got the the pitching. They got the lineup. You know, as long as everybody's healthy and everybody's firing on all cylinders like they are right now, you know, getting hot, you, you, you can't stop that moving train once it gets going. Okay. I like, I like the confidence. Uh, Brandon, are you feeling the same way? Yeah, I think I'm feeling the same way. I think the Astros, the Astros division now, you know, the Rangers, it's funny because the Rangers fans were talking all that crap the whole year. It's our division. <laughs> we're going to win. You have no chance. And then they, you know, then they wet the bed and started choking. So I think it's our division now. We're going to win the division. Probably, I say, four or five games. So we're going to do that. And then we're, we're going to go all the way again. It's, you know, it's our it's our year. I think, you know, we're going to piggyback off uh, last year and we're going to go all the way. The the Until, you know, until proof otherwise, we're the champs. And we're going to stay the champs. Yeah. Uh, Dave, your thoughts. Oh, what? What do you think I'm going to say, man? All aboard. All right. <laughs> We're winning the West. I called it early. I got five words for Rangers fans. Act like you season that the Rangers were going to Ranger. And what are they doing? They're going nuts in South Oklahoma right now. They're losing sleep. Okay. The Mariners are starting to slip up a bit, and now Texas and the Mariners got to battle each other out. Going all the rest of the way, look, we're going to win it, okay? We're going to win the whole thing. I know I'm sounding like a homer, but there's two things. We like gold caps here in Houston, okay? And there's nobody in the AL that really scares me because we're they're not built for the playoffs like, like we are, okay? Um, like Brian and Josh tipped on earlier, not only are we getting hot at the right time, we are healthy at the right time of the year, okay? Dusty looks like a genius. 
holding back Brantley because you have professional major league baseball hitter, Michael Brantley coming back and he is doing, doing phenomenally. He had his like a couple of handfuls of starts in left field there. He did good. Um, it's going to boil down to can the Dodgers and the Braves beat each other up enough in the, in the NLCS. Um, Look, I want you at your best, but if you go seven and use your bullpen, I'm not mad at it. I'm taking it, okay? So, um, like Ric Flair said, to be the man, you got to beat the man, and right now, we're still the man. There you go. There you go. All right, Orlando, take us home. Everybody hit it on the head. We are rolling. We're a well-oiled machine right now. We are – that's it. Like I made the prediction earlier, earlier in the season. Astros are going to play Astro baseball when it's time. And October, we might do a clean sweep. We are rolling. Our hitters are hitting. Our lineup is like one of the greatest nine nine batters, as long as Dusty puts it the right way. And we're going to roll. So um, with that being said, and to, to quote a famous Jay Taylor, there's only one thing left to do. Yeah. And the whole effing thing. Hey. Repeat. I knew, I knew what he was going for. I love it. I love it. All right. So, so to wrap this thing up, first of all, everybody stay on when we're done here in a second. But to wrap this thing up, first and foremost, when it comes to baseball, I think all roads in the American League do lead uh, to Houston and through Houston. Um, you guys are just built that way. Uh, it's just, I mean, you got young clubs like uh, the. Um, the Baltimore Orioles. Orioles. We'll see how that plays itself out. I would love to see a nationally cha- uh, American League championship series between the Rangers and the Astros. That would make me happy because that would be all kinds of fun for Texas. Um, all roads in the National League, I think, lead uh, either through L.A. or Atlanta, maybe through Philly. We'll see how that plays itself out. But there's a very good chance that you guys get a rematch um, with the Braves and or with the Dodgers. Um and so that'll be fun. I love it. Uh, I want to thank all these guys that are uh, our HHG members. First of all, Dave, thank you so much. Hats off to you for putting this together. Orlando, uh, I've dubbed him part of the Astro Four with three other people. He has been phenomenal and helped pop fan out so much out in Houston. Because of him, I've gotten a chance to meet all of you guys. Brandon, Junior, Brian, Jose, Josh, thank you so much for spending what is our Thursday morning together. Uh, and I hope that everybody is um, everybody's enjoying this. We will tag the Houston Hack Crew. And Dave, if you can send me, Dave or Orlando, if you could send me everybody's Instagram on here, we will make sure that we tag you guys as well. Please follow these guys. They are... Um, they are great guys that are doing something super fun in Houston. And they're just, they, they come in droves. So it's, it's a good thing. So fellas, thanks for the Thursday morning. I appreciate it. Hopefully those of you that are driving to work, we didn't take your whole drive. If we did, so be it. Now go follow these guys on Instagram. Dave Orlando, thanks for setting this up. Fellas, thank you so much. Stick around with me for a second. Thank you, Bill, for having us, man. It was truly a honor. Everybody knows about the Astros four, but they don't know about the Astros bullpen. Yeah. There you go. There you go.